Welcome to the Melton Forge Works podcast. I'm going to take you along on my day-to-day adventures in bladesmithing and blacksmithing. I'll be talking about the people involved in the craft and the tools and the methods that go along with it. So thanks for listening. All right, let's get ready for episode 56. Today is January 15th and it is... uh, about 7.45 in the morning, and I'm trying to get ready for a Forge Council meeting today. Today's a Saturday, if I didn't say that. Um, and uh, I was coming out to grab a couple things to put in the iron in the hat auction at the Forge Council meeting. And I had a thought that went through my mind the other day as I was, uh, I was looking through some YouTube videos, and I had a a thought pop up and while it was in my head, I wanted to go ahead and put it down in uh, on, on a podcast <clears throat> because if I don't write it down or talk about it, I'll forget it. A week from now, I'll never remember that I even had this thought. <laughs> It'll just be gone. So um, anyway, I, I wanted to, to make this point on a podcast because I think it's pretty... Um, I think it's a pretty good point to make, especially for people that are getting started. Uh, Anyway, you know, I think the last podcast I talked about how I'd been struggling a little bit with motivation and, you know, getting back out in the shop. And uh, so while I've been kind of unmotivated to do work in the blacksmith shop, I've been doing other things, you know, and so... I've been making new t-shirt designs on the iPad. I've been playing around with that a lot. And um, I grabbed <clears throat> I grabbed a guitar out of the closet and uh, decided that I would start practicing guitar again to, to try to learn the guitar. Uh, you know, it's one of those things that I've tried to pick up and do probably a half a dozen times in my life, and I've never stuck with it. I mean, I've learned a few chords and a few strumming patterns and you know, some extreme basic uh, things on the guitar. I even took lessons for a few months, and uh, <clears throat> I think I learned Blackbird by the Beatles, um, at least part of the song. But I've never stuck with it. And so um, I decided, you know, this time, that's it. I'm, I'm going to stick with it. I'm going to learn uh, I'm going to practice the guitar on a routine basis and uh, get better at it. And so anyway, I was watching this video on YouTube and uh, I forget the guy's name, but he's a pretty well-known uh, guitarist and uh, he's got some really good lessons and stuff to follow on YouTube. But anyway, he was talking about, you know, I think it was eight mistakes people make when they're starting to play the guitar and, and, uh, so I was watching this video and about, I don't know, about halfway through the video, he made a point and I was just, I was kind of stunned uh, when he made the point because it's a point that I've made countless times uh, when talking about forging or blacksmithing or bladesmithing. And uh, so I'm watching this video and just kind of casually, he's talking about practicing the guitar and he says practice trumps gear 
because he was talking about, you know, how easy it is to get into the trap of shopping for that new guitar and, you know, getting excited about finding some guitar because that new guitar is what's going to make you a better guitar player, which is totally untrue. Um, but I noticed this week after I started practicing guitar a little bit, you know, I, I caught myself looking around in Facebook marketplace, um, at guitars, you know, I've got a, I've got a fairly nice little baby Taylor acoustic, and then I've got a fairly cheap electric guitar. And so I went to Facebook marketplace the other day to pick up a used amplifier so I could practice electric. And, uh, and so of course, you know, when you, when you buy something on Facebook marketplace or you start searching for something on Facebook marketplace, that's all you see in your feed, you know, for the next while, a little while is, is the things that you were searching for. And so my, my Facebook marketplace was just full, slam full of guitars. And, uh, and I caught myself, you know, thinking about, Oh man, you know, maybe, maybe I do need to buy a new acoustic guitar. You know, what's a, what's a new acoustic guitar and what's the best one to get for beginners. And, you know, I fell down this rabbit hole one day of just searching for guitar gear. And so I was watching this video and the, and the guy makes the point that, you know, it's not the gear that's going to make you a good guitar player. It's practice. And, you know, it just hit me like a ton of bricks that I've said that a bunch of times to people that are just getting started in blacksmithing. You know, they're, they're searching for that super nice anvil. They're about to drop money on a power hammer or a hydraulic press. And, and they have, almost no time under their belt, you know, actually forging. And I'm not going to say that it bothers me when I see that, but uh, that'd probably be a lie if I said that, because I know that buying that piece of equipment, piece of equipment, isn't going to make them a better blacksmith. Matter of fact, it probably will hurt them a little bit in the long run. But, you know, when someone's really excited about that and, and you know, they've watched, of course, they've watched Fortune Fire and they've seen people forging on the power equipment there. Um, you know, the, all they think about is this new piece of equipment and they fall down this rabbit hole of, man, I've got to have this thing. I've got to have this power hammer or I've got to have a bigger power hammer or I've got to have a, a, a nicer anvil. And if I just have that, then then I'll really, uh, I'll be uh, better off with my blacksmithing. And and the same holds true with guitar playing. You know, um, I've started to regularly practice. Um, I'm following some lessons and I'm just trying to spend about, you know, 30 minutes to an hour a day, you know, just working through the basics. And uh, again, when I was watching that video, you know, it just struck me how, how much of a parallel there is between, uh, learning anything and uh and the trap of equipment buying or thinking that you know if you just get that next thing that it's gonna it's gonna be what causes you to stick with it or to be better at it i i even caught myself thinking you know if i if i if i buy a new electric i mean if i buy this new acoustic uh guitar then i'll be more likely to pick it up and practice it because i'll have invested in it and that might be true for about a week or so, but when one, once the shine wears off that new thing that you buy, um, the motivation to use it, uh, tends to kind of dry up. At least it does in my experience. 
And so I'm out in the shop right now and I'm standing in the middle of all my blacksmithing equipment. And, you know, I've got a bunch of stuff out here and I'm not like excited over it. You know, it's not like I come out here every day and I look at a power hammer or a tire hammer or a hydraulic press and I just, I get super excited about it anymore because I've had it for a while and, you know, the new has worn off and now I just use it because it's, I'm practiced in that uh, area. I know how to use it properly. And um, so anyway, I'm going to, I'm going to ramble on if I keep going on this topic, but I just thought it was something interesting to talk about, about how closely um, the gear trap is uh, with blacksmithing and with uh, playing guitar. You know, it's just that rabbit hole is super easy to fall down into. And uh, if you're a beginner in blacksmithing, I would encourage you to do what I'm doing with the, with the guitar playing, grab the basic equipment and spend time with it and get good at using it and then upgrade as you need to later. And so, you know, if I stick with it, if guitar playing a year from now, I might think, Hey, you know, I might like a, a little nicer acoustic guitar because I've kind of earned it, so to speak. You know, I've, I've done the time, uh, I've, I've put in the work, um, I'm getting better at this thing. And, uh, yeah, I think I would appreciate getting the equipment at that point, but, um, I had to stop myself. You know, I had to like clear my cash, uh, with Facebook and <laughs> try to reset my marketplace. So it wasn't throwing guitars in my face every day. But uh, anyway, I'm going to let that wrap up this segment of the podcast. Again, I'm getting ready to go to the Forge Council meeting here in about 30 minutes or so. And um, today we're going to have Lyle Wynn back in the uh, Forge. He's been away working in Texas for quite a while. So I'm excited that he's back and he's going to demonstrate. Um, we revamped the website this week for the Mississippi Forge Council and we're real close to getting uh, electronic membership payments set up there. And uh, I'm really excited about what that means for the future of the council. I think we'll be able to sign people up faster and we'll have a little bit more of a member benefit. We're going to have, we're going to have a, uh, a password protected section out there for members where they can view a bunch of the old newsletters, uh, that were written, uh, by past members for the MFC. And uh, some of these newsletters are just slam full of really, really good information. Uh, they're almost like the Blacksmith's Journal, if you're familiar with that. So um, anyway, if you if you would like access to that and to all those old newsletters, uh, you could join the MFC and get access to that and uh, discounted rates on classes and all that kind of stuff. So anyway, I'm going to stop rambling. I'll uh, see you in the next segment here. Bye. All right, let's see. Today is Thursday, January the 20th. And um, let's see, since this weekend, what have I been up to? So I've been working on the MFC, the Mississippi Forge Council website, a good bit more. And um, it's pretty much finished for now, and, and it's live. We've got electronic membership forms uh, enabled. Hang on, Biscuit wants to go outside. All right, Biscuit, go ahead. And um, since we've enabled electronic membership on the website, uh, we've had several people rejoin the, the Forge Council and, and pay their dues. 
Um, which is good because, you know, these kinds of organizations, they, they just can't survive without, uh, without money. I mean, we've, we've got to pay insurance and, uh, forge fuel costs and just all kinds of stuff. Um, and it's not a money-making endeavor. It's just, um, you have to have money to keep it going. And so anyway, we're trying to, again, we're trying to provide benefit to the end users and, uh, So right now, if you go out there and look under the newsletters section out uh, on the website, which is msforgecouncil.com, I think right now we've got newsletters posted from 2003 to 2007, um, and we are about to upload a whole lot more. Um, But once we upload the rest of them, along with a bunch of other how-to documents from from, uh, conferences and things like that, uh, we're going to lock that page down to members only. And so if you want to go and check out uh, those newsletters, um, they're up and available right now, uh, 03 to 07, to anybody. So um, there's some really, really good info in there, a lot of good reading, a lot of how-to stuff from past demonstrations and council uh, conferences. So go check those out. They're really good. Um, also, under the videos section, you can see... Uh, the last Mississippi Forge Council meeting where Lyle demonstrated uh, forge welding cable for making um, cable Damascus knives and and other stuff. He did a really lengthy, not lengthy, but in-depth demonstration. And the entire demonstration, uh, I think it's over an hour, is posted there under the videos section. And uh, he does a really great job of explaining that whole process and how to really get a good solid forge weld out of cable. There's some there's some things you need to know and if you just go try it without knowing these things, more than likely you're going to wind up having some trouble. Um, but there's some things that that Lyle demonstrates that will make it really really um, much less troublesome for you. So anyway, um, finished up working on that website and now I've spent um, some time making edits to my website, DerekMelton.com, which primarily is just my storefront where I sell things that I make in the shop. And if you've listened to this podcast very much, you know, we've talked about that in the past. Um, But I try to keep things updated out there. um, And I try to add new products when I can. And so over the last couple of weeks, as I've been out of the shop, I've been designing these uh, logos and uh, sketches of tools. And uh, and so I, I put a bunch of t-shirts in the web store um, with some really cool sketches of some of my tools and some tools uh, in other people's uh, blacksmith shops. So uh, if you want some cool blacksmith shirts, go out there and check those out. Again, I, I don't make a lot of money on those shirts. It's not, the shirts are not a major money-making endeavor. After after all is said and done, I think my total profit on a shirt is six bucks, um, which I guess maybe covers my time, you know, to to develop and design the shirt and, and all that uh, and pay the website expenses to keep the website running every month. So anyway, it's not it, I don't make those shirts to make a bunch of money because they're they're done through Printful dot com, which is a print on demand T-shirt service. So um, I put the design on my website, and uh, when someone orders it, Printful actually prints the shirt and sends it direct to them. I don't have to keep a box of shirts, 
you know, in my shop with, with whatever sizes I think people want to order. Um, those shirts are out there on the website. And if you want one, you can just go get one and it's made to order when you order it. So, um, anyway, I spent some time doing that stuff. And then I also updated, um, the induction forge section of my website just yesterday. Uh, I, I get, I get a lot of questions about induction forging, um, on the various social media platforms, um, you know, and so I, I created this document to try to help um, answer some of those questions uh, faster than I can sit and type, you know, paragraphs of explanations uh, over social social media. I can just point somebody to that website and, and it helps them out. And um, anyway, I, I went out and updated the pricing, the current pricing for induction forge equipment and I uh, put a link out there to Terry Cash's uh, page on Instagram and his email where he's making some really, really good induction forge uh, coils. If you follow me on Instagram, you've probably seen me post about some of the coils that I've gotten from him recently. They're phenomenal. They're really great. And it saves me a lot of time to just order one from Terry um, rather than taking the time to uh, experiment and build my own coils. He's done a lot of the legwork um, to make it so that you can just order the coil from him. So anyway, I updated the, the Induction Forge website with several um, different pieces of information and updates. And, uh, and then I've been working on orders coming into the web store. I reopened uh, orders to the web store last weekend <clears throat> and fortunately, I've been having some orders come in, so I've, I've been going out and working on those and uh, also um, working on getting ready for the Texas Blacksmithing Conference, which is at the end of next week, uh, the tail end of January. Um, and there's a chance, there's a chance I might be bringing the induction forge down to Texas. Um, and if I do, then my plans for the demonstration are going to be completely different than what I've been planning. But um, anyway, I've I've forged a few of the things that I that I want to demonstrate. <clears throat> oh, excuse me. I've forged a few of the things that I want to demonstrate at the conference by hand. You know, uh, for example, when I make the coffee scoops, um, I use all kinds of equipment in my shop. And I and I did this a while back, and I talked about this a while back with the. Uh, the demonstration that I did for the MFC for the coffee scoop. That was the first week that I had made one completely by hand. And so I've been going back uh, this week and making a few by hand and just kind of working out uh, some different ways to make the various parts of the coffee scoop uh, without any power forging equipment, uh, without a drill press, you know, all that kind of stuff. So um, hopefully by next week, I'll have all that um, in line and know how I want to teach that. Um, it's going to be interesting. I think that I'm going to be, uh, in a dual demonstration, not, not D U E L like a dual, but, uh, D U A L, uh, demonstrating alongside, uh, Jonathan Pinkston. And, uh, and I think he's got a striker that's going to be with him, but anyway, we're, we're kind of going to be sharing time. So as he's heating his material up, I'll be working on, uh, my piece, and then we'll kind of go back and forth. So there's going to be two demonstrations going at one time, I think. Um, and uh, one of the things that I'm going to do in my demonstration is is I'm going to try to share uh, my thoughts and experiences on using social media 
to help sell the things that you make uh, in blacksmithing. And so I'm gonna I'm gonna show how I make a few of the simple items that I have in the web store. Um, nothing is gonna be outrageously complex. Uh, but I'm going to show how I make these things, and then I'm going to talk about how I sell these things. And so um, I'm excited about it. It's going to be fun to hang out with some other blacksmiths for a while in Texas, and I uh, get to meet a bunch of people that I haven't met in person. So um, once again, if you're uh, around the Texas area and you uh, listen to the podcast and you want to, please come out and uh, and see us over there. Say hey to me, and uh, let's meet up. So um, let's see. I think that's all I'm going to put in this episode. So again, I really appreciate you listening and I'll see you next time. Bye. Well, that's going to wrap up episode 56. Once again, a heartfelt thank you to everyone who listens to the podcast and uh, sends me the encouraging messages to, uh, to keep doing it. Um, once again, if you want information about the Texas blacksmithing conference, go to Instagram and look up Texas blacksmithing conference it's all one word that's their account and you can find out more information uh there and uh, uh if you want to know more about the mfc again that is msforgecouncil.com thanks for listening and i'll see you next time bye